Hey everyone, it is King Kyrie here at the Age of Millennial, and as you can hear, I've got people in the background. This is my first time doing, or having guests this year, and in general, it's been a while, but introduce yourself, ladies. My name is Corinne. My name is Desra. And if you recognize that voice, Desra was actually on an episode previously when we talked about, you know, interracial children and the idea of having mixed race babies. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about general like life as a millennial in the year 2022 with everything that's going on. Ladies, uh, I'll open up the floor to y'all. How do y'all feel? It's a lot of crazy stuff nowadays. It's, it's a lot more um, insane. That's like the best word I can think of to use compared to what we grew up with, you know? And I don't know if it's because the blinders were on mostly, and I feel like that is a large majority of it with social media expanding everybody's visibility with what's truly happening in the world. But in a way, it was kind of nice to have the blinders at the same time because we didn't have to see the reality of what's truly happening, and it's just... Growing up. It's, it's, it's a downer, yeah. you know? It's, it's well, a lie. It's a trap. Don't now. do it. Don't <laughs> I'm what, I got, what can I say now? She said it. Well, no, there's still a lot to talk about because you've got a unique perspective because out of all of us, you're the only one here with kids. This is true. I do, I do. You know, I kind of feel like, not my kids, <laughs> but um, I feel like a lot of them are lazy. They don't want to go outside anymore. They don't know how to go outside and play and be normal kids. They would prefer to just stay home and be on their video games and ride their reins. I feel like all of this generation, they just want to be YouTubers. It's digital. But, but the, the, the fact of the matter is, and this is going to sound bad, but YouTubers, it takes some of them very little effort to, to become a uh, have a popular. really big uh, following if you look good then yeah. you could be a youtuber it could it's all it's your talent. face it, yeah you it's could like, be the shittiest person It'll be like video. like logan paul <laughs> and and, and be, have all the mess. money in the world all the fame in the world and still be a piece of shit mm -hmm. i mean i'm sorry are we allowed to cuss in the podcast oh yeah absolutely okay. fuck that it's it's like what I was saying earlier, you know, when we were brought up, we were taught, you know, follow the rules, be good, work hard, have ethics and morals, and you will get what you want in this world. And then, like I was saying, you know, it's it's the complete opposite, it feels like. You know, if you're a good person, you're going to get shit on, you're going to get used and abused, and people take your kindness and for granted, you know? Yes, and it's, and it's just weird because I feel like also with social media, although I do find it know great and enlightening because we do get to see what's really going on i think it's also a major hindrance because i feel like it's made people way more shallow mm -hmm. um you know it's 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 very much that double-edged sword it's now the world revolves around me 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 because yes. here's my face i'm on mm -hmm. instagram i'm on facebook i'm on tiktok i'm on everything and here's me i'm not doing anything really important i'm at the grocery store but you guys love to see it here i am again i'm shopping look at this cute shirt i got or I hate seeing videos like that, and, and sometimes <laughs> when I'm I'm, I'm I'm watching reels <laughs> and things like that, and I'm thinking to myself, who cares? First off, literally and nobody. And, and then you have these these fake videos where with these overly like dramatic reactions where you know it's fake, and the people are terrible actors, and yet you look and you see fifty three thousand views, right. and when was this posted? Two days ago. Right. And every and then you and you read the comment section of these videos and it's like this is stupid this is boring why did I just watch this for the past ten minutes? They're paid, like, likes. But you're, you're, They're paid likes. Not only that, but like you commenting, you taking this time to look at it. It's it's feeding into it, and I get it. It's hard because there is some stuff that maybe you do want to see. Like I love like all the nature stuff, some of like the yes, crime animals. stuff. 
Like, yes. I'd love to see that, but, you know, they'll, they'll filter in that weird random crap that I could care less about. I could not care less about, let me rephrase that. And it's just like, why? Why am I the chosen demographic for something that has absolutely nothing to do with me, my life? Like, I know you guys are listening. You know, I mentioned I needed something the other day, and Amazon got that real quick on my shopping list, but you guys are going to, you know, it feels more like propaganda at times, too. Yes. For sure. And I've talked about this in my uh, podcast several times before, but to go back to the point that you're uh, discussing, essentially you have all of this stuff being presented in social media, but is it the truth? You said you got some truths, but there are a lot of videos that are chopped and edited for dramatic effect. I was watching one video on a reel where it was uh, the new American Idol, Katy Perry goes, and she decides that there was someone in the room while someone was auditioning, uh, she decides to go and snatch some chips from him. Hazy. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. So if you watch the show, you knew that it was a joke, it was a prank, mm-hmm. but from that reel, she just it, goes and she it snatches. Makes her look like some yes, she's like she's a bitch. bitch. <laughs> and, and and so what I did was I paused it. And I went to the comments and I was and I saw people like, oh fuck, Katy Perry, she can't even sing, and ripping her to shreds. And then there are people going after her, defending her, saying, well, the guy was eating chips. And then there are, there are very few comments where people are like, you know, yeah, this was this fake, really... like it was a joke. This they were playing a joke on one of the judges. That's one of this the is other... cancel culture that we were talking about right now. Yes, and the biggest like faux pas about all of that is because in the end the people that are commenting giving all the hate or whatever they look stupid because the people that do know the actual truth and the facts and it's like it takes five seconds, seconds to you, look it up you literally have <laughs> a tiny you. computer in your hand that you can ask weird questions to and they'll find the answer you can literally ask it do weird stuff it'll find that answer You'd be surprised. I've asked some strange shit to Google. Trust me. No, me too. Because Alexa. And Alexa. But yeah. it's one of those things where We're not going into our we frame though. everything to meet our expectations of what we want to project to our audience. Absolutely. And that's the problem. There are people out there who intentionally, for no reason, will chop up those videos and put them out there just so it can circulate rumors. And there was another one, uh, a Shark Tank. Uh, there was two episodes. But they were like, me to the kids? Yes. Oh my what? god, that's not, that, like, yes. Yeah. So one of the episodes, they were berating somebody, but it was not the child. The child actually did really good. I think he actually ended up getting the deal, if I remember correctly. I never watched it, but I looked but it up and was like, there's no I way this is real. Oh, it was, it's like, watching the, the little clip is comical because it, the way they cut it does, it makes it look like they're just bashing this little boy. Like, <laughs> and like he's about to cry. year old boy. And it's, and the, the actuality of it is, it was two very different episodes, or maybe the same episode I don't know but it was not the child that was actually getting yelled at but yeah they they do they'll they'll alter things to make you view it a certain way which is why it's very important to go and get that extra information but people don't take the time do it It, it's here right now this is what I saw and what I saw is truth and it's like yeah but you saw it on something that was doctored Mm -hmm. you saw on the internet you did not see it with your own two eyes in person Mm -hmm. like so I think it just intentionally on how all these little girls get plastic surgery. Yeah, that's it another thing. Yeah, it, it looks horrible. I so here. It looks really bad. Oh, so everyone, just in case you, you didn't know, we're at work right now discussing, and there's no one in the building, so we're having a little. Uh, podcast but one of our co-workers just walked in his name is z uh he's trying to figure out what happened to our 12 o'clock person because <laughs> she just isn't here i called her she's fine she had a flat tire she's waiting on um 
roadside assistance, but she's waited, been waiting since 11 something. Huh? Well, you wouldn't have said anything crazy out of the blue. We know who you are. It's not like you're Josh. You're not <laughs> he, he said, you don't know me. <laughs> I mean, you can feel free to join the conversation. Oh, no one's gonna, No one's going to care. You can swear. We've been swearing all day. But kind of day. It, it is. Oh, yeah. It has been that kind of day. And as millennial, like, th that's something we should talk about. But first, let's go back to Desra's point about not just little mm -hmm. girls. You also have guys getting plastic surgery, uh, oh and especially God, in the gay like community. The Ken dolls. Yes. Ken dolls, y'all. So you got oh, the, the, the Ken dolls, and then it's you gross. got. Um, so I, I was told, get this. So the biggest, the most I've ever weighed was 192 pounds. And that was when I was like, you know, deep on my edible kick. I would, I would pop two or three every <laughs> night and I would literally raid my pantry. Um, technically it would be you, but uh, I would raid my pantry and it was really, really like gross. I could literally see myself gaining weight. Some guy told me, he's like, oh, well, you know, I went to, um, I think the Philippines and I got a surgery and I lost weight like that. And I'm like, that's, cosmetic that's that's not a solution you shouldn't yeah. say you know i want to lose weight so i'm going to go get my you know stomach stapled mm -hmm. and to, for him to say that to me and i only weighed 192 i still had a third size 34 waist oh my God. why would that's that's not a solution yes. that's very millennial oh yes another thing that's millennial is junk food kids don't eat real food these days like it's oh, and i call God. it food product because it is food product it's there's, there's no like back in no the day, it'd be like you guys sit down, you gotta eat your green beans, you know, your potatoes, cauliflower, your... broccoli, spinach, exactly. whatever. Now it's, mm, I don't like that. And oh, here you go. But a lot of restaurants Twin dogs will... and a bag of chips. But a lot of restaurants will cater mm -hmm. to the, the, those kids' needs. So you have like the adult food, then you can look at the kids' menu: corn dogs. You have buttered noodles. Pizza. Pizza. Chicken nuggets. Chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. And and mm -hmm. it's really be like chicken like garbage because they literally take up ground up pieces of whatever and they put it together and that's gross i don't mm -hmm. like that that to me that sounds so gross i've seen the process of how they make chicken nuggets yeah like a turn into it's a gross. slurry like a paste and then they like smush it together they smush the chicken and then they squirt it dude it's gross it's been years since i've eaten mcdonald's or really like nope. I, I very rarely do fast food just because it makes my stomach mm -hmm. upset I'm, because it ain't real because it's not real and like i also i got crohn's so like everything oh, messes up my what? belly but it's cool like we're in the control and whatnot but yeah like so that's why i can't do fast food very often but it, my husband does and it drives me nuts because so he ate it all the time and luckily for him he's got a very active job yeah. and mm -hmm. but he like his internal like body struggle like his organs were in such bad shape because of his bad diet not because of me i tried to eat make him eat vegetables guys he just won't but he ended up having to get his gallbladder removed it was it was full of gallstones the um lady that did the ultrasound was like i've only seen it like this in very obese customers or customers very obese patients or um very elderly patients and I was like, that is how much like this crap has ruined your body. Mm -hmm. That you have literally aged your organs. As of right now, you guys, I'm talking to the audience. We're gonna take a little bit of a break. I will be back with my two lovely hosts after a short while. All right, y'all, so we're back from our break. Kind of, we're actually on break right now in the break room. You can open it. Des was over here trying to eat a fortune cookie. 
read the fortune. L- l- tell I'm them totally what it is. I'm totally going to. I'm all about some fortune. If it's from Panda Express, they're always on point. I swear they are. Okay. They know your life. <laughs> Explore your own world by working together with your friends. So you're being recorded right now. I didn't know you were sitting here. Patty, you're being recorded right now because we're doing our podcast. Or I'm doing my podcast. Yeah, you can sit in this one. You, sure you, you, you want to talk and you don't want to be on it? Like she's like, no. She's, she's like, like no. get me out of here. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I didn't you, 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 you can listen. <laughs> if, if someone comes in, though, you're up next, okay. which is true, but. Anyway, so where did we leave off? I don't even know. I know we're talking about oh, like Desiree, body image. Yeah, Desiree was talking about. We were talking about children with plastic surgery. Surgery. Ah. It's because have you heard uh, Melody Martinez? There is a song called um, uh, "Mr. Potato Head" or mm-hmm. "Mrs. Potato Head." Oh, I love that song. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> I don't well, know what Yeah, so essentially, uh, the, the, the theme of that song is pretty much how everyone is trying to stay young, stay beautiful, stay youthful. And talking about, there's a line that says, uh, all it takes is a couple hundred thousand dollars for, for some compliments. And it's true. Oh, like, for sure. And, uh, how, and what is the chorus? How does the, does the chorus go? Oh, Mrs. Potato Head told me. Oh, how do you afford this surgery? Well, no, but no, no, because we're not, we can't play <laughs> it because of copyright. copyright. Uh, yeah, we, we, we can sing it, and it, okay, it's by Melanie Martinez. Well, like, blank it out. Exactly. Yes, yeah, essentially, will a new face make make it better? And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't. Because have you seen Janet Jackson? Mm-hmm. She fucked her face up. What no? Baby girl looks bad. It, and I don't get it. It's like, why? Why? Why do we keep Lil doing Kim. this? Little Kim's another one. She looks scary. But there was another one. She played the villain in um, uh, Men in Black Two. Have you seen her? Oh, oh so so look it up on IMDb yes. right now. So we're gonna have her look it up. And while that happens, Desra, uh, continue your explanation while I eat my uh, lunch because it's lunchtime, folks. <laughs> so what have you noticed about plastic surgery in kids, and why do you think that's so predominant in the millennial age? Well, you know, the millennials, the older ones, they're the ones doing it. And, you know, the moms are now doing it, too, because they're looking up to the millennials and they have to compare to them. You know, I've noticed this, too. Um, all these Ooh. older women have started getting surgeries now. They My see all these younger good, I'm sorry. And they have set the beauty standard to be fake. So now it's really hard for little girls to feel pretty. And that's what that Melanie Martinez song is about. It is. Well, it's not just little girls. And, and that's the thing that people don't think little about. Little girls growing into their mommy's face? Yes. Little mm-hmm. girls growing into their uh, mother's face. But you also have men who do that stuff, too. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of men in the gay world getting Botox. So that's what she used to look like. Look how beautiful she is. And it's, that's, like, it's like an episode of Botch. She was stunning. Yeah, she and was. Like, I but, 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 but go back. Because that was her. She, stu- she had plastic surgery there. there. Look at her when she was a young young girl she was phenomenal. Oh, she was stunning. she was phenomenal not saying that she's not still a beautiful woman in respects but dear god like it ruins your face over time it just does oh yeah Did, yeah but, they but, and then you have to keep up with it and then they stopped casting her in roles because she looks that that was her oh. originally that was her before any beautiful. plastic surgery beautiful 
just so natural it's, and you can and there's something about a natural i don't know what it is like the plastic faces they they honestly they frighten the shit out of me they look they look abnormal they look wrong and i'm sorry if people have it and it makes you feel better that's all that really matters at the end is if it makes you feel good about yourself however exactly. there is a line and once you cross that line there's, there's no, no going, going there's back no going back you basically ruined your facial mm-hmm. structure your body structure at that point at, at you know they have to take away to you know make certain images mm-hmm. and it's I mean it does it just ruins the face completely and I mean how do you live your life knowing you know there there is there's nothing like a natural beauty there's, no matter there's not like it I doesn't agree. matter if you find yourself attractive or not your natural face is who you are exactly it, and so uh, there was a joke on Family Guy where Peter and Lois were uh, playing truth or dare with Madonna and it was, it, was, it was a relatively new uh, episode, uh, and the, uh, Madonna's like, pizza, truth or dare? Truth. And she's like, hmm, do I look old to the 90? And Peter's like, uh, dare. And I, I <laughs> so hard because- She looks scary. Have, have you seen, seen her? the frozen video? Girl, but, but see, that was an old video. Uh, uh, so, uh, so you, no, no, or that she remade it. So she remade, oh, I didn't know that. And so, I no, I haven't seen it. But there was, uh, I, I love that song, but there was a time when you see Madonna in like her youth, you would never know that that was her standing next to her, her future self. And her tooth gap, that was her trademark. Yes. I thought it made her beautiful. And then she went and got rid of her natural beauty. But there was and a lot of like things. everybody else now. Yeah. And that's and like, my whole thing is, I don't understand why you're going to spend so much money to look identical to mm-hmm. everybody else. And it is, it's, they all have, it's like the same manufactured faces, kind of like weird clones. Like the Kardashians. Everyone's mm-hmm. trying to look like the Kardashians. Like, I don't get me wrong. I understand they're beautiful women. I'm not blind, you know, I get it. However. I'm gay and I think that some of them, like the plastic surgery they've had, it, it makes them look ugly. It does. It's, it's too much. Like it's too much it's it's almost cartoonish it's to the point where it's cartoonish it really is but my thing is have you seen them without their makeup oh yeah and so here's the thing i didn't realize that literally like a lot of korean pop people the girls especially look oh they do this nothing. tape and everything oh, they, like, the face tape yes they look nothing <laughs> no. like that and so there was literally a Did video that i saw on uh, uh facebook younger, right like oh do you know what i would pay <laughs> to look like i was 23 again like just no forehead wrinkles. No you look 23 now. That's what I was about to say. No, but like back then I looked even, so I already get like, I, I do, I, I'm very fortunate. I got that youthful face, but I do. I have the frown lines, you know, like the getting older it does. Your skin will eventually lose its elasticity. It's just a fact of life. Your body stress. is a constantly decaying organ, whether we want to admit it or not, but it's, Jeez, we, got like some longevity. we got some longevity, guys. You know what? Take good care of it. You can mm-hmm. you can have one for a long time. It's like a car. You take good care of it. It exactly. runs well. Exactly. That's right. And it doesn't matter what you put in it. Oh, we might have people for sure. I think someone's here. I think uh, you're up next. I think, yeah. Yeah, because that was Patty's. So we can stay back here on top a little bit. So when it comes to like those reels and everything, I think that um, beauty in general 
has been shaped by a lot of social media and their filters. Oh, most definitely. Because we're talking about that earlier, and you can put a filter on and people are like, oh my God, look how I look with red hair, and look how I look with these yes. color eyes, and I'm thinking to myself, that's not real. Some of them actually use that filter and go to search, like, I don't look like this. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Exactly. It's so sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> okay, well, go and handle that. I didn't tell you. I. This is the life. I just don't know what to do with him, so I just and I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because it's people that don't. That's the thing about working uh, as a millennial. You have to constantly tell people over and over again the truth. The fact of the matter is, we can't help you, but they keep coming back asking for more. So I think because a lot of the people that we deal with, they are older than us. They're from the generation of when the customer was always right, mm -hmm. and it's it's at the point now where it's like it's not that we want you to be wrong. It's just that the what you want us to do is out of our, of our control. control. And, they, and their question for that is always, why? why? And it's like, <laughs> I wish I could tell, tell you, you why. It's just, it's just the stipulation of where I am, I am here as a sales representative. I'm not here as a billing person, as customer care. Or IT. Or IT. I can't fix anything for you. If I could, I would. Yes. I, I would have no problem in the world doing it. However, I cannot because I don't have any of the tools to do it. Exactly. And it's like they refuse to accept that. Like it's like no, I know you just don't want to work with me. And it's like why would I purposefully sit here and take all this time out of my day explaining things to you that I didn't want to do? Exactly. And that that's the part that always gets me because I will literally tell someone over and over again how to get it done step by step. Oh, I sometimes yeah. even write it down I write for them. And then they're like this is too much. Like I don't want to you, do this. Like they literally but, make you it for that or they, they like try to force it or they use a threat like like the guy that I was working with today he was like maybe I should just leave Verizon maybe I should just leave this company and I'm like but, but I'm thinking to myself like the problem that you're having is a manufacturer issue that is Apple if you're not going to leave Apple which we both know he's not going to it doesn't matter if you go to Verizon or T-Mobile to Cricket anywhere it's, it's the product. product it is not, not the, the service. service and it's so hard to try and explain that because it they refuse to accept it and it's just like they i swear they think we have like this magical button that it's like fuck up your phone fix or, or yes yeah, so like we can yeah. fix or break it and it's like no that's not how it works because like you know i'm sure you hear all the time the joke like they'll be like oh there's something wrong with our phone you take a look at it and you can't get it to reproduce whatever weird thing it was doing and they're like oh it's just because i came in here and it's like no it's probably because it's a error. user error. error exactly it's if you don't know how to use something properly, it's okay to admit that and it's okay to ask for help because that's what I am here for. I'm here to sell you a phone and I'm here to show you how to use that phone I sold you. Even if I didn't sell it to you, I have no problem taking 10 minutes to show you what to do. Exactly. And I wish uh, generations before would acknowledge that because to your point of the customer is always right, that is a very entitled way of thinking. So hard. And it didn't start with us. No. It started with the baby boomers. Here comes Miss Patty. Oh no, no. So wait, okay. Oh, no. So are they gone? That's not working. Oh. <laughs> oh girl, I swear it's the same thing I put in. I swear. Oh, I, I swear I'm putting it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
So you guys, while they're trying to figure that out, just uh, coming back and bringing things full circle, we're literally just here uh, at work talking about life as a millennial, and I'm enjoying these unique perspectives because you've got uh, one of them that's going to be Desra. She's got uh, married for three kids uh, as a millennial, and then we've got Miss uh, Corinne, and she's uh, married, no kids, and it's just very unique how they have very similar perspectives but different perspectives and what they care about more as far as the perception of a millennial uh you heard as we're talking about um things like physical and like all this beauty and the standards that people are supposed to be held to and then you've got corinne just talking about being treated with respect and a lot of that is something that millennials struggle with and we're very vocal about demanding respect as millennials and i think the problem is and i'll ask corinne if she agrees is because we are often told to give it and so what i was just uh stating here was that uh, millennials are often loudest when we demand respect because when we were younger we were always told respect is key respect 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 oh, yeah respect your elders respect your teachers respect this person respect that person you got to give respect to get respect and then it's could not be the complete opposite it's further from the truth especially in sales oh god especially just retail uh, if you work retail you already know just the how low people truly look at you when you're in a retail they position. think that you're nothing it's, same thing with serving it's like i'm not a damn robot i'm not an ai you can't just talk shit to me and it doesn't affect me i'm a human being treat me like one because i'm trying to be respectful to you i expect the same out of you so let me tell you a story when i worked at ross i have so many different stories i could tell you but one that really pissed me off, uh, since I was the boy, I was in charge of the men's section. Anytime a guy needed help, I would help, dress, help, him, help him to the dressing room. Uh, they needed something, I would show them where things were. And when no one needed my help, I would organize the men's shoes, I would organize the men's clothes, the men's uh, like workout gear, and cologne, and socks, and all of that stuff. Well, it was during the holiday season, and literally, I would go and I would organize, put shirts back, so you would have shirts from all different sections just thrown everywhere. Oh, yeah. And people at Ross will literally respect. look at something, which they can do on the hanger, they just choose not to. Yeah. They'll look at something, they'll take it off the hanger, and, and then they'll throw the hanger in one place and they'll throw the garment somewhere else. And so I had to go and you know fix it. And I did this all day, all day. But granted, I was getting paid to do it. Right. And so, um, when it came time to organize everything, it was later at night, and we, for whatever reason, during the holiday season, were open until 1 a.m. Yes, the store was open until 1 a.m. So it's midnight. We have an hour that just to go. Like burglars getting ready. Yeah. Because I would rob the crap out of a 1 a.m. store. Like. And so <laughs> we were there, and it was midnight. They're like, "Okay, you guys, let's start sweeping the floor so we can get everything put back where it needs to be. You know, pick everything up, put everything on hangers." And so. I was, you know, quick with it. I was doing it. I was doing it. And this lady and her family come in and they, they sort of split off. You have the girls that go to the uh, girl section, but the youngest son goes with the mom and they go looking at men's stuff. I'm assuming they were shopping for someone else because the boy was small. Like he was like a, a, a kid and the infant and toddler stuff was in the back corner, not in the men's section. She would literally go in as I'm organizing and putting stuff back, literally one after the other, take a shirt off, take the shirt off the hanger and then throw it over the uh, rack. And she did it to the entire section. I looked at her 
I looked at her, I was like, ma'am, can you put those back on their hangers and put them back, please? And she's like, ah. And I'm like, yes, I just told you that. And my manager's like, oh, you can't say that. I just did. I, like, why can't you tell somebody to respect the store? To respect me, but she saw me in the section cleaning up. Yeah. And so she's literally just randomly grabbing shirts, looking at them, taking them off of hangers. She wasn't going to wear those. No. So what's the point in throwing them over? And I, I was just, I was just pissed. And they, they get so offended when you call them out on them being complete assholes in public. And it's like, I'm allowed to, like, no. No, you're, you're not. Because she was older. She wasn't a millennial. She no. was older. And so it was your one of those mom, things like. Like, your mother taught you manners. Better than that. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, this is so disrespectful. And I'm like, no, it's not no, what's disrespectful. Like, it's what you're doing. doing. It's just exactly. Like, and my manager was just on pins and needles. He was so afraid of a confrontation. And I'm like, I don't let people walk all over me. Another instance, Ross, there were kids playing hide and seek while their parents were shopping. And they were throwing stuff. They were pushing stuff over. They were rearranging the furniture in the furniture section. And I was like, whose kids are those? And no one knew. So I got over the PA system. I kid you not. I was like, excuse me. I just want to let you all know that this is not a playground. If your kids are the ones running around, (laughs) please get them. If you don't, we'll ask them to leave. If they go out there by themselves, that's on them. But you will not be shopping here any any longer. And my manager comes running back there. And this is a different manager. She's like, oh my God, what did you just say? I was like, those kids are out of control. There was one instance where the younger brother, I guess, was being watched by the older brother, he was barking like a dog. He was literally going, ow, 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 ow. And the older brother got fed up. He's like, stop. And like a fucking like dog, like seeing a squirrel, he was like, ow, ow, ow. He started barking louder and faster. That brother smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> and I laughed my ass off. But I see that with, unfortunately, like a lot of parents. A lot know, of the older, older parents, parents is they're letting their children, their their older, older children, children watch parent, their children, their younger children, and it's like no, no, like my mom would have escorted my happy little ass outside, you know, she would drag me a little bit, like, wait till I get to, you know, Mm -hmm. and when we got to the car, she would have told me why I was getting in trouble, and that would have either proceeded in me being grounded or some other type of punishment. Mm -hmm. It's, you, you have to teach the children, you know, how to behave in proper society, but then you're, I mean, if you look at the parents, it's, I mean, it's just very obvious where it comes from, and it's, I don't know when people stopped caring about being, you know, productive members of society. So it was was the generation before us. The generation before us uh, received a lot of assistance. So my mom's generation, my aunt's, uncle's generation received a lot of assistance from the generation before them. And so it just sort of created this effect where there will always be someone to lean on. Yeah. And government assistance became a lot more accessible for my mom's generation. And so it sort of bled into what we have today because you have the poor staying poor because the government assistance really isn't assistance it's more of a crutch and it makes you subservient to them it turns it's really more like turning into their personal customer you're not necessarily what you're buying is basically you're using your life exactly for them to pretty much say i'll i'll let you live as long as you hit these standards yes and I want you to do it in these specific ways and you have to live in this specific place and you have to like and it's just it's just there, it, there's a big reformation that definitely should be put on that yep. kind of stuff there are a lot of things that should be happening but there's no one really looking into it and a lot of the issues in my opinion is the millennial age group 
where we are aware of what's going on. We're sick of it, but no one's doing anything. They're waiting for someone else exactly. because it's generational. We've always had someone to fight for us. Yeah. And, and, and now we have to fight for ourselves exactly. and people don't want to do it. There's there's not a, a voice for us. And it's, our voice is our voice, but we're not using it because we were told not to, that someone else will do it for us. That's why the oh, participation yeah. trophies, it became such a huge issue. Because they're like, participation, like our team beat them 15 to 0. Why are they getting a trophy too? Like, come on now. They didn't earn it. Getting things handed to you yeah. led us to this. Yes, very much so. It, it does. It turns you into somebody that. I mean, what we were saying earlier about the kids not going outside, like, I mean, how many times, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, I would much rather sit at home in my house by myself or with my husband, whatever, and I can order my groceries to myself, I can order anything that I need, furniture, clothing, whatever. Anything. And it does, it turns you into just a ball of self-centeredness, it really does, and it, like, it's like, it's emotionally stunted people. Yes. It just, it really does. It's its the, between the convenience and then having to rely on whomever. Like, I rely, whether I want to or not, I rely on my husband. He makes more money than I do. That's just the stipulation of my life. But it's also a fact that if you and your husband were in the same role, he would still make more money than you oh, would. Oh, yeah, for sure. For but sure, we're not going sure. to talk about that subject. That's no, another that's one. a whole different subject. It's ridiculous, too. But... Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you, but no, the moment okay. you said that, I was like, does it matter if he makes more than you in different roles? If you were the same role, it's the same thing. Yeah. And it's it's those kinds of things, those understandings, the, the knowledge that a lot of millennials have, but we don't do anything with it. It's terrible. No, we don't. Like you were saying, we're, we're waiting for somebody else to do it for us. And this is one of those things where you, you do, you gotta kind of, you gotta stand up for yourself. You know, you can't wait for somebody else to do it for you. Yep. That was definitely, um, that was one of the toughest things I think about growing up is realizing like, you're on your own. You're definitely on your own. And I think a lot of us, we are, we're so, you know, I, I am, I'm the first person I call my dad. Anything arises in my life that I don't know what to do, that's the first person I call because I'm like, well, you've lived a longer life than I have and you've seen more shit than I have, so, you know, what what should I do? But it's like, because we don't have the tools. I was never given the tools to figure any to of this To be successful. Shit out. And it's not saying that my parents did. My parents gave me a lot of tools. They really did. But the game has changed so the much changed that so much. their the knowledge... That they gave me don't work. Exactly. And that's the shittiest part. That's the worst part about it. And, and, and it's, it's one of those things where you have a lot of older people that will say, well, back in my day, and it kills me that... They are talking in a very selfish manner. I get it in your day, but we're not, we're in, not your in your day. day. This is our day. In our day, things are a lot different. From the foods we eat, from the cars we have, from the phones we have, everything that we need in life now weren't needs back then. Exactly. And we've talked about that before. I've talked about that several times on my podcast. And we are essentially setting ourselves up for future failure. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and oh, it's yeah. sad that everyone is seeing this and everyone's aware of it, but no one's really doing anything it's about it. About it. We're just, we're, we're sitting there waiting, counting down the clock. That's basically what we're doing. We're like, okay, so I was actually talking to Desert about this earlier. I was like, they have a projected 10-year plan that had started back in 2020, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it involves um, the prices of everything going up. You know, it's, it's basically, we're going to hit a recession. It's supposed to be 
bigger and worse than the Great Depression. That's what it's projecting as. And I told Desiree, I was like, I try to look on the brighter side of things. Things change every day. That's what it's projected as, but that projection can change. However, what it is showing right now is what we are seeing. So that's the really scary part. You know, I'm Desiree has children. I want to have a family with my husband, and I'm really scared to bring life into this world when it's I want so to have children unsta- too. It's so unsteady, and it's like because, and of course, everybody, you know, you have to have the house for the kid, and you gotta have, you gotta be steady income, you gotta have insurance, you gotta have. Before you can savings. have a kid, they said that they recommend having at least twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars in the in your savings. In your savings, <laughs> I wish. Right? Isn't that? I wish. Isn't that the, like the dream? Just say, oh, I have thirty thousand in my savings. Just, just in general to have that yes it's it's like it nobody nobody that i know personally Mm-mm. and and then when you ask the kids or the people that are our age group if they have and they say yeah and they look at you like you're you know you're a failure you're a fuck up it's like how did you get where you got mommy and daddy for the most part and so this is something that i wanted to talk to you about because i talked to my friends about this before in the terms of handouts, um, you have people that claim they're against handouts, correct? They like the government shouldn't be interfering, that people need to stand up for themselves, blah 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 blah. Oh, then daddy, the 6.7 billionaire who owns 7,000 companies that just so happen to pay for your college and your car and, and your house did. and your job, and you got your job because your dad owns the company. Like, let's not let's not pretend like we are what we're not, exactly. And like, so everyone needs is, help. Just own it, you know? It's okay. But they don't think that it's a handout. And if you look up what the definition of a handout is, it's something given to you that was no worth. you something just because you were born, born into it? Can you imagine? There are a lot of people out there that believe that. God. And I'm sorry, that is bullshit. You have, you have millennials that believe that, and you have, and that, that's the reason why there is such a huge, like, camp dispute in the millennial age group, because you have a lot of the parents, I'm sorry, well, give the parents too, but you have a lot of the offspring of these rich, wealthy parents from, you know, the upper class so that are poisoning their, the minds of it, saying it's their fault. It's their fault. But really, it's not. And I've asked people, like, is everyone born with the same opportunities? The people that will say yes are always the rich people. Oh, of course they are. It's, you're all, we're all born with, hopefully, ten fingers, ten toes, blood in your body and skin on your, yep. you know, flesh, yes. <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> Let's, hopefully. But besides that, no. There, there is stipulations to where you fall. It, we live in a class system. Yes. We do. And, and they won't admit says. it. No one will admit it's that. We have a classist system, and for the most part, does it work to an extent? Does it need things that, like, definitely need to be reformed? Reformed, excuse me. Absolutely, one billion percent. You know, we're we're going off of rules and laws from 20, 30, 50, 60, God knows how many years ago, and it's like, okay, but that's not the like you were saying. That's not the, the world, world we live anymore. in anymore. And the laws have to, they do, the laws have to reflect the world, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case, then I would be out churning butter yeah, with my cows in the middle of nowhere, waiting on my darling husband to come back from his hunting trip. And let's be honest, <laughs> women in positions of power are still looked down upon. Racial minorities in positions of power are still highly looked down upon. Oh, they always sure. receive so much pushback. And... Simply you always for being. have to wonder 
sure, and it's a sad thing, but it seems like a lot of the times that they're put in there as a token. Mm-hmm. As, oh, look at how progressive we are. Look, we have a woman over here and a black man over here. We're so progressive. Look at us. Look and there's us. 18 other straight white Christian exactly. men. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's the, the falseness of it. The And you're not fooling anybody. That's like the worst part is they, they're like... They're pushing it so hard that it's like just choking on it is laughable because mm-hmm. nobody believes it. And they, they're like, oh yeah, like just keep pushing it. They're gonna see how progressive we are. Like the gov all about the government on both sides, both mm-hmm. sides, especially. They're ridiculous. It's it's the most ridiculous it's like it's watching a circus, and I mean that in the fact that they are literal clowns. I don't take <laughs> any of them seriously. Very, 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 very few of them actually have my respect. And let's be clear when it comes to politicians. They're not in control. The, the, the big corporations that run this country, that run the world, are in control. Money, that's, that's the end-all, be-all. Yes. It's the root of all evil. They have songs about it. And it's never going to change. We would like to believe that it will. We hope that it will. Um, but we have to fight for it. And as of right now, no one's really willing to fight for it. Every time something gets like whispered about, it gets shut down. And I've been talking about this for a while, like wanting to start like the Phoenix Party, like, you know, let's rise up when our color is purple, a combination of blue and red, because we're going to just rise up and just start anew, because we need to. Absolutely. And, and millennials need to get, take, we need to, there, uh, Lana Del Rey, I reference a lot of stuff, sorry, um, in her song Love, she's like, look you kids with your old school music, the world is yours and you can't refuse it, and it, it's true. The world is ours, and we have to say, you know what? Y'all have done enough. It's like, our time. Like let us let us try and see what we can do. Exactly. And they're just, I mean, look at most of the people in office right now. They're like 70s, 80s. They're like our grandparents' mm-hmm. age, or like some of the older millennials, maybe your parents' age. But they're, they're living in a whole, first of all, they're living in a whole different world. And I mean that literally. They, they, they live in a social society, they socialist. Do, they, they have no idea what it's like to be a common man or woman. And they never have, because if you look at who's in office... They've been in for, for God knows how long. And it's families, dynasties, yeah. and they said the dynasties don't exist in America. Oh, yeah. They most definitely do. Oh, for sure. And if you look into their bloodlines, it's yes. crazy. They're, they're, they're all, all connected. They're all related somehow. It's, it's cr- and people are like, no, the Illuminati's not real. Okay, then. You explain that then. Okay. Yeah, it's most definitely real. Oh, it's like, on, how'd now. you meet this person? How'd you meet this person? Oh, it's a pedigree thing. Tweet on that, and then the Epstein crazy shit mm-hmm. with, the, with Prince Albert and a can or whoever the prince is over it was a prince it wasn't william it no, was, it was Char- no it was, it was the older guy uh arthur andrew andrew it was andrew. prince andrew yeah that well i mean you look at him he looks like a weirdo but i mean like well, i feel like the, the they have a really weak bloodline because like the hair loss runs in the family and it shouldn't I mean, I don't have a problem with people that are bald, but it, it, it shows that there's weakness in the bloodline well, because I mean, it's so, like, singular. Well, I mean, you know, if you sleep with your sister enough times, <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> I mean, let's, let, let's call spade a spade. We're not, we're, but, no offense to the royal family. I think Queen Elizabeth, she, she's a hoot and a half. I just love her outfits. There was a, a a vine going around, or not a vine, uh, a reel going around, where it's like, this is how a queen cuts a cake. She stabs the cake, pulls it a little bit, and she's like, okay, I'll let someone else finish the rest. 
And so she just wanted to cut it, like she just like stab it. She like stabbed it right in the middle. She's a queen. Would you? If, if I was a queen, I'd want to stab something at least. A, yeah, but then take martial arts or something. But the, the, the fact that like she's it, like what million years old, Kyrie. My Okinawa instructor way. was eighty-seven. That's true. That's Japanese people, and they're like they're magic. Okay, I don't know, they're magic. I love Japan. I love nothing but the greatest respect for Japanese people, for sure, for sure. Like, but they are they're magic. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I wish I could be more like that. It's because in the Eastern world, everything is different as far as what is expected of its citizens, what's expected of the government, and what's expected of the corporations that serve it. Oh yeah, oh I love Japan. When we were there, um, I think I've told you this, my family's military, so I mm. got to go to the lovely Okinawa. What a cool island, first of all. Very cool, very, very cool, beautiful. And then like, getting to go to mainland, just like, it's... And I mean this in the best way. Like Japan feels like it was made by somebody with OCD, and I mean that in the best way. Just organized and clean, and people are polite and like, like if you try, yeah. they'll there'll be like the first one to be like, yeah, I can try to help you out. And like I was sitting there like with my crappy Japanese and this poor girl and her like actually really good English. I was like, man, I feel like the asshole American right now. But she and that's why me a out. lot of uh, different people hate us when we go to other countries because we're not taught other languages. We're taught that our language, English, is it's the like superior. The language. And it makes no sense because... I think we were talking earlier, like when they were asking if any of us speak Spanish. I took years, years, I literal years of Spanish. Me too. I, hola, como estas? Two years in uh, middle school, That's two fine. and a half years in high school, and one and a half years in college. In college same. And all of that amounted to como estas? Right. Um, así, así, muy bien. And I'm like, mm, I don't know anything. Uh, and then you have different like dialects to the point where if you talk, uh, if you listen to someone who's from Cuba or from oh, the yeah. islands, they speak something completely different, different than if you go to, say, Spain versus to Mexico versus to uh, like Argentina. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And it's like, we're not taught different dialects. No. Even in, in English, we're not really taught different dialects no. because there's different dialects of English and we're just taught to believe that ours is the right one. And then, oh God, we bastardize our English yes. language so hard. So did you know the difference between gray and gray? A and E? Mm-hmm. So isn't A America, E is England? That's what I was taught. And, and so essentially, yes, but they are both spelled correctly. Yes. Yeah, you can use them interchangeably. Isn't that stupid? Yes. And then you have cancel and canceled. Cancelled and cancelled. So cancelled uh, spelled with one L or cancelled spelled with two. They're both the same. The same. Yeah, it's, it's technically so correct. And so a lady, I, I guess, had a falling out with either some of her, a group of friends or something. And she ended up uh, getting a dress made and she got the word cancelled patched. And they were grilling her, roasting her, because saying that you misspelled cancelled. And she was like, no, you can spell it both ways. So her friends who she cancelled were call, going after her for cancelling and spelling it wrong come to find out they didn't know that you can spell it both ways yeah the the american language is just a hosh posh of bullshit it's like alphabet soup only like you threw it up trying to come out of your mouth like there's so much better languages no offense i love being american don't get me wrong i love being american i like that i am fluent in english i like that i am very fluent in english to a point where desra thinks i'm well educated (laughs) well so even though we are i believe that we're fluent in our speech but our understanding of the language is is not even beginner. Yeah, yeah, no, no, next to none. Like I, so when I had to take journalism, we had to talk about uh, 
present and past participles and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And I, 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 I thought about that a little bit, and I was like, I don't get it. Like, it's something that's so foreign to me, yet growing up in middle school and high school, what we're taught is pretty much the same thing every year, year after year. They have us listen to books and read books that mean nothing and help us oh, learn yeah. nothing. But why can't we learn the difference between homonyms and homophones? Well, the same reason that I had to read The Catcher in the Rye twice, which I still don't fully understand that book. Was he gay? Was Holden gay? That's, I, that's what I went I didn't, with the I didn't, whole time. I didn't have to, uh, You've never read that I didn't book? have to read it. Okay, so if you do read it, like, you give me your opinion, because I could swear the entire time Holden's gay, and like, because I was like, no, it's a, it's a story about losing your innocence, and blah, blah, I was like, Holden's gay. Because even my best friend, John, John's gay as the day is long. He agrees. He agreed. Because I asked him the same thing, and I was like, John, do you think this kid's, he's like, he's gay as shit. And I was like, okay, okay, thank you. Thank I, you. I'd have to uh, read it, because <clears throat> I don't know. Is it a long book? Honestly, no, but it felt like it took a century because we had to read, like, a chapter in class. And then, yeah, it was one of those. But, like, honestly, it's really not too bad. But The, the wording is weird, for okay. sure. Like, it's a lot of, um, from what I can remember, this was years ago, but from what I remember, it's just kind of, like, depicted in Holden is the main character of the book, and it's just kind of, like, his story but yeah his thoughts and shit have you seen or uh, read the parts of being a wallflower i have not i've never saw the movie either well, and i heard both were fantastic i saw the movie didn't really care for really? it uh i read the book the book was in my opinion a lot more phenomenal that's um, usually how it goes yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for you yes, so everything you're talking about conspiracy theories and how the government i sucks. love conspiracy <laughs> Volcanoes. Yes, we haven't talked about volcanoes okay. yet. Holden is gay, right? Uh, Did you get that from the book, The Catcher in oh, the Rye? The main character Holden, he's gay, right? He is gay. Thank you. Okay, like I swear. <laughs> I've read it, so because I don't like know. I told that to my, I remember precisely, Miss Decker. If you ever listened to this, I was like, Miss Decker, I think Holden's gay, and she was like, That's not the point of the book, Corinne. And I was like, But you didn't say he, he was. was. There it is. I don't think. As a teacher in the school, they probably they're, they're, they're not they're supposed to say anything. That's the reason why uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower them. was banned. It wasn't banned because he was molested by his aunt. It was banned because it, 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 that's the thing. Oh. So he was molested by his aunt. They didn't ban that. They also didn't ban, um, what's that one, uh, where the girl gets like molested and murdered, uh, Glass Castle? Is that, is that the oh, glass um, house? No. No, um, I think I know what you're talking about. So the, she gets, where they make the, the movie, they made a movie when Marky Mark was in it. I don't remember. The lovely Bones? Yes, Lovely Bones. <gasps> oh my god. Yes, yes. I get, I get 10 you points for that. You know that they actually, um... Did they finally... Charge the wrong person with that, and they actually have to apologize for that, because the guy ended up being innocent. And oh, it, you know, it's another guy. Oh, well, I'm just mm -hmm. talking about the fact that well, one I mean, gets banned and one doesn't. Yeah, no, it, it's not right. But, and so the side character in the Perks of Being a Wallflower, Patrick, is gay. And Patrick uh, tells the story of how his boyfriend at the time, secret boyfriend, ends up getting, um, his father finds them and proceeds to have his father and his brothers come down and beat the shit out of him in front of Patrick. And so they didn't touch Patrick. They... So Patrick ends up running away and leaving, and Scott comes back and he ends up all bloodied up and starts bullying Patrick at that point. 
he's like it's slightly your fault that I'm gay and then yet Patrick goes and sees him at like cruising spots like picking up dudes and stuff all the time so it was really really hard but that little side story was the reason why that book was banned That's from school. That's stupid because what? I'm yes. sure there are children out there that have had similar experiences that can relate to that book and like that's my whole thing is if first of all if you're not going to ban freedom of speech if you're very pro freedom of speech which i am yes that you should be banning that books. Includes books that if you if i can read mein Kampf, i can also read perks of being a wild wildflower and so but a lot of parents are like i don't want my kid reading that well if your kid is not going to read it don't ban other kids from reading it too. Yeah, then, then specifically go, hey, don't read that book. I do not want you to read that book. And again, that's not millennials doing that shit. No. It's the generation mm-hmm. before us. And They're saying that... And have you guys heard about the whole grooming thing? Oh, how they'll groom young people. They're, they're saying that when you talk about sexuality in school, you're grooming them to oh, wow. explore, hmm. you know, being gay, being lesbian, being trans, and all that stuff. And so that's that's a very, very baseline of what like you they're talking ed- about. So, no, not necessarily. So in health, they don't talk, te- teach you about same sex at all. Oh, no. And, and my, all, they didn't even talk Surprisingly, about... Surprisingly, my school may have been a wee bit more progressive. I, we did learn about homosexuality huh. in my, in my uh, sex ed class. That was in high school, though. M- they, me too. They did touch on that in high school. Um, they didn't even talk about anal. They, 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 they talked about oral, they talked about vaginal, and they, they totally steered clear of I anal. I did have a large population of... That might be I why. So for me, I was I was one out. of like six. Dude, they were like for real though. In all seriousness, like because well, I I we get here. I always hung out with clap 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 clap. And clap. I don't mean this <laughs> like how I view people, but I always hung out with what was considered more like the social reject group of I high know. school. So I I did I hung out with and unfortunately my high school is full of a bunch of assholes and I will say that till I die. I still hate everybody I went to high school with minus my little group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did I hung out with most of the kids that were socially rejected because hey, that's how I felt like bully like I just I could not have cared less I just I didn't like the people that I went to school with besides like a handful of them I just didn't like any of them so I didn't really want to participate with any of them so I just I stuck to myself most of the time so I was always uh, a glutton for abuse and I always went out of my way to help those that always hurt me I started at home mm-hmm. and that's actually the podcast that I sent you that's one previously to yeah, this that I was crying okay. on where I accepted a lot of abuse and so in high school that that was the same way I was always bullied and I never really cared thinking that you know I was above it that I would be the stronger person but in fact I was sort of used to it already mm-hmm. so I accepted the abuse and I continued on and I considered you know most people friends but none of them were so I only discovered my friend group after high school and I still talk to them to this day and that's something that Millennials don't really understand friendship bonds those are relationships genuine relationships and they need to be treated with care and y'all have heard the saying before I'm almost certain where where the real friends in jail with you and uh, the uh, fake friend comes to bail you out yes Yes. that is the the dumbest thing and I think that's the truest statement I disagree because a real friend will go out of the way to bail you out and look you in the eye and say that was fucking stupid what you did oh yeah for sure oh for sure for sure but 
like but 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 someone know, who's like, not my... looking out for your best interest would probably be in jail with you for doing something that they shouldn't have i can understand that concept of it and i do agree with that i do i, I guess there's there's more to it it depends yeah. on the story and I, the seriousness like because i take it more as like a jokingly way like me and my best friends i can see us doing something really stupid mm. really, like nothing bad or harmful to anybody but enough to you know okay draw come some on, attention get, get in get in the back of the car you're stupid get in the car you know <clears throat> no one's talking to you today yeah it's like <laughs> Like so, I I can't I can I can see the both sides of it. I can see it in the jokingly way, like mm-hmm. you know, you're you're troublemakers because you're together and you're best friends, and that's especially when it comes to like girl friendships. <laughs> like my husband, whenever me and my best friend Alex are together, he's like, I'm gonna be your guys' DD. I'm gonna drop you off here. I'm gonna pick you up at this time. Be here. Okay, he's like, be here at this time, Corinne, you know, and mm-hmm. it'll be two in the morning, and he'll be like, where are you? So we found this really cool stairwell, and now we're on top of a building. Like, that's because, like, she's my she's my little evil partner in crime. Like, I'm like, you know, it sounds like a really great but bad idea, and she's like, let's do it, before I even tell her. But, like, those are the best moments. Yes. The stupid moments. Now we don't do that anymore, because, I mean, she's a mother of three. You're I'm, older. I'm old, and my body, first of all, I can't climb walls like that no more. I don't so my sister just sent me something. I'm like, well, here's something else to share. So every this crime rate is getting terrible. And I mean, it's even going close to home. My sister just sent me this about my son's school. A 12-year-old just got shot near my son's school. Like this trauma that these kids go through these days. I mean... But that's another thing about us millennials everyone is taught to like walk all hard and like i'm gonna beat your ass but there's a there's always something that comes out of getting your ass beat oh yeah it's one of those things where you feel like you got your ass whooped and you want to get back at the person not you started a fight that you couldn't finish and now it's over it, we're, we were we're taught Vindic- to be very vindictive. It used to be you got your ass beat, you learned your lesson, and you move you know on. you move on. And now it is it's. Let, it's let's hold a grudge. Like I was personally humiliated. It goes back to the whole fact that we're told that we are the most important. Exactly. And yeah. so if we so were offended, your pride was hurt. Everyone and now should you have be offended. To, you have to you know. Basically. And it and they, they they believe that it's justified in going out of their way to avenge themselves. And a lot of times it ends up with a weapon involved. And at the because cost of you somebody can't, else besides who you were. Oh, exactly. my sister, she used to think she was big and bad, so she was in a, a park, in the parking lot. And this girl was like antagonizer and everything, so my, my sister decided. So we're gonna go have lunch. Okay. Well, she decided to say something to her, and this girl pulled out a gun. And so Brooklyn thought it was cute to put her arm in the window, roll it up, and drag her around. I'm like, oh God, like, does she realize what she's getting herself into? Mm-mm. Oh my God. Oh, that's all she wrote from that. Nothing came from it, thank God. But what I'm saying is these children are stupid these days and very naive to think that someone is not going to shoot them. Because that seems to be the uh, way that people communicate in our generations. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't like you. Let me just go ahead and shoot you. Mm-hmm. People's lives don't really mean much. And a lot of times, uh, my media classes, we sort of come, came to an unofficial conclusion that it's what we are exposed to. A lot of violence in the media. Things have gotten more violent. Uh, and, and even when it comes to music, wet ass pussy, WAP, never oh would have made it on the God, air. It never would have made it on the air 15, mm-hmm. 20 years mm-hmm. ago. Like, the worst that was out was Missy Absolutely Elliott. And Missy Elliott's stuff mm-hmm. is now ambiguous at the point where kids listen to it. They're like, what is she even talking about? Because they don't understand. 
Like, exactly. Like, they don't understand mm -hmm. that, like, rap used to be an art form. Now it's every curse word it's you can think now. that you can string together. It's and people strategy. are like, why don't you like it? Because it's not, to me, it's not music. It's not wholesome either. It's not. There's nothing good about it. I mean, all it literally talks about is pee, you know? Sex, and, drugs, mm -hmm. uh, fighting, getting back at people. I don't poop. I don't poop. Exactly. Let me tell you how I got this ring. Like, okay, so you're teaching women to be lazy? Well, no, I wouldn't say they're teaching women to be lazy. They're teaching people to value things that didn't used to be valuable, if you if that makes sense. So you're trying to tell someone, I don't cook, I don't clean, let me tell you how I got this ring. It's one of those things where you're pretty much devaluing skills, actual skills. Yeah, that was a good way to look at it. I because I cook this. People look at me sometimes when I cook something, and they're like, how did you make that? I'm like... You brown the meat, you, you, you cut up the onions, you mince the, uh, the getting it to boil, and then adding spices to the water, adding oil to water. Why are you doing that? Because it, it infuses into the noodles. It's very subtle, but it, it changes. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, this isn't news. I had to cook. I, I, I was forced to cook when I was younger. But I'm not upset about it because I can survive on actual home cooking. Exactly. Food. But anyway, we've been talking. This podcast is over an hour long, and we're t still technically at work. So I'm going to go ahead and cut it short from now. Uh, I do appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Corinne actually had to step out. She went uh, to lunch with her husband. Miss Desra's still here with me right now. Hey, guys. Well, I should say bye. Yeah, because we're about to head back to work. Anyway, thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We could ramble on for hours, but we're going to cut it here. Mwah. Bye.